Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liljeno, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday! If you haven't already, I'm here to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. If you're new to the podcast and our community, make sure you hit the follow button so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And I want to remind you that this weekend, me and one of the coaches in my team, Lorna, we're hosting a free challenge in which we'll teach you how to dream big, how to start believing in yourself and teach you how to deal with any kind of hurdles holding you back from going out there and taking the action required to achieve your goal. Basically, how to step into your full potential as a rider. To register for this challenge, go to mindic.eu slash raising the bar. And as always, you'll find the link to that in the show notes. With all that being said, let's dive into today's episode. And what I'm going to be talking about is how to get yourself out of that rut that we're sometimes experiencing after we've had a competition where we've gotten disappointed, where we've had a quote-unquote bad competitions. I, and I'm saying quote-unquote bad because I don't really believe there's any such thing as bad, but I'm going to get to this in a second. But I'm going to give you three important keys, sort of three steps that you can follow in order to move on, leave that disappointment feeling behind. And to dive straight into the point number one, step number one here is to get to the bottom of why you feel down. I mean, positive thinking is all good and well, and I'm a big believer in positive thinking. I mean, I, I stand for positive thinking. I have a group coaching program that is literally called the Positive Equestrian Performance Program. I'm all about positivity. But before we dive into positivity and thinking positive and, and looking at all the positive sides on every situation, it's really important to dive into why you feel down. Because here's the thing, what you feel is simply a consequence of a thought inside of your mind. And I want you to identify that thought, that underlying thought that is causing you to feel miserable. So to take an example here, a few weeks ago, I went to this training competition. It was two rounds of show jumping. We have this great uh, format in Belgium where you can literally jump one round and then you walk a little bit while the next rider is, is, is jumping and then you can jump again. Now, I didn't really have a great feeling in the warm-up before I went into arena and I didn't have a lot of time. I didn't have anyone there to help me from the ground. So, so basically, I just went into the arena and I jumped the first round and I got into this old habit of mine, sort of kicking the horse off on big distances while going forward with my upper body, sort of flapping my arms. And the horse jumped around, but I didn't have a great feeling. And, and then I walked a little bit while the other rider was riding. And then in the second ride, I figured I need to start, I need to change something, right? So I, rather than kicking off the horse on those big distances, I think I need to start riding for my second distance, meaning like getting closer to the fences. So I did that. And uh, what, what the result of this, though, was that I sort of ended up taking away the canter from the horse. So rather than, you know, getting a good distance, I sort of like coming really close and, and I sort of killed the canter of the horse. And again, I didn't really have great distances. And again, I didn't really have a great feeling. So on the way home in the car, I started, you know, my usual positive thinking, as I always do, is like, OK, well, what went well? What lessons did I learn? And I kept on going. I, I could identify a few things, right? There's always something good. 
But then I came home and even after like putting the horses away, I got inside, I still have this negative feeling sort of lingering on and I started reflecting on what caused it. And I realized that this, you know, this thing with positive thinking is it's all good and well, but it's almost like I was trying to cover up this wound, like this infected, dirty wound with like putting band-aids on it. But the wound was still there and it was still hurting and it was still making me feel bad. So what I needed to do, I realized, was to go actually go back, pull that band-aid off and, and actually go and investigate the wound, sort of clean it out first before I could put that band-aid of positivity around it. So, so this is what I did. And I went really deep with myself and I asked myself what caused me to feel so down about this whole experience. I could, there was no catastrophe in any kind of way. Like we jumped around, the horse was right. We, we didn't have any refusals. We just like jumped around, but I didn't, you know, I didn't feel great about it. So here's what I found. The fact that I didn't have a good feeling, it has sort of triggered my old belief of not being good enough. I've had this old belief for years that like I'm not a good enough rider. And you know, for those of you listen to this podcast, I've talked a lot about this, right? So I had this feeling of like, oh, actually, I'm getting worse. Like this used to be better this summer. It was better. And I've had a, like, you know, a good period. And now all of a sudden I'm getting worse. I'm clearly not good enough. There was something like something telling me that I there's something wrong with me. And again, those are old beliefs that I've had in the past, but it sort of all came came back to me. And 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 I only found out actually once I really started to think about what thoughts actually went on inside of my mind. When I was in that arena, when I walked out, when I walked the horse out, you know, all those old th- thoughts sort of come flashing down on me that everyone could seemingly learn how to ride and that I couldn't. I was sort of like an and and that I'm simply a hopeless case. So once I had identified that this was really what's going on, it gave me something to work with. I had pinpointed the specific thought making me feel bad, which is great because this gives us something to work with. And I'm going to get to this in a second. But first, I want you to spend some time actually reflecting about what specific thoughts that is making you feel bad. When you feel disappointed, when you feel down and you feel like you're in a rut after a competition, what specific thought is it that makes you feel bad? And and don't only go like, yeah, it was a shit around. Like, you're nothing with that. Like, But what, what specific thought? And I can assure you there's some underlying belief here and and a lot of times it comes down to not being good enough I think in my case it was just the fact that I felt like I was getting worse I felt like I wasn't progressing and I felt like oh I'm telling myself all those stories that I'm doing great but you know fact is I'm not getting anywhere I'm getting worse so that was the thought that really made me feel down but the question is what is it in your case and be specific here like speak it out write it down find that dirt in your wound put it in the light so we can have a good look at it then once you've done this, we're ready to move on to the next point. But I, I need you to actually do this before we can move to, to the second point. So, so point number one, step number one, identify which specific thought, belief it is that is making you feel down. Is it that you feel like you're not making progress? Is it that you feel like you're getting worse? Like what is the specific thought that is making you feel down? Now, once we have this, and again, write it down. The second thing we want to do is collect evidence that that thought that's making you feel bad is just bullshit. That is pure bullshit. That is no truth to it. Because here's the thing. Our brain has an excellent bullshit radar. Whatever it perceives as bullshit, it will disregard it. It will will not give any value or meaning to it. And when something doesn't have any value or meaning to us, 
it also doesn't have the power to make us feel good or bad for that matter. So with that being said, all you need to do is prove that that particular thought that is making you feel bad is bullshit. So how do we do this? And again, I'm going to go back to the same example that I was explaining before when I was going to this to training jumping. So the thoughts that I had, first of all, it was like I felt like I was getting worse rather than getting better. Pretty poisonous thought. I was getting worse rather than I was getting better. That there was something wrong with me. That everyone else can seemingly learn how to ride while I couldn't. That I was simply a hopeless case. So those were like these four specific thoughts that were making me feel bad. So why is this bullshit? First of all, I'm getting worse rather than getting better. Well, actually, the fact that I had two lesser rounds is not really equal to the fact that I'm not making progress. The entire summer, I have jumped bigger and bigger and bigger fences, which obviously is a clear sign of progress. So I'm not getting worse. I'm actually getting better. Second of all, I jumped way more clear rounds this autumn than I did this summer. Another sign that I'm actually making progress. Third, I trained this horse, like this, this, this queenie, this, this six-year-old of mine. Okay, I've had help with my trainer and he's ridden it for a bit and she's, he's given me a lot of trainings. But still, I've trained this horse from the start. I've broken her in myself and I trained her to a level where she's now jumping 125s. Clear. I'd say I've gotten somewhere. I mean, I'd say I'm getting better. I think that's a clear sign that I'm getting somewhere. Fourth. I'm training a really challenging four-year-old at the moment. So I've, I've, I've bought a new horse. I've talked about that in a podcast. And he's a great horse, but he's quite a challenge. He's quite hot and, and you know, it's going to take some quite some work to get him to the point where I want. Now, so I started with him this summer and already there's signs of progress. My dressage trainer is telling me almost every single week, oh, well, that's something that you couldn't do before that you now can do with him. You're clearly making visible progress with this horse. Again, that's another proof, that's another evidence that actually I'm improving as a rider and my horses are improving because I'm improving as a rider. So really, this whole thing that popped up in my mind because of these two rounds that didn't quite go as well that I, did, I, I had wanted them to go, really, this, this, this thought that popped up that I'm getting worse rather than getting better, it's all just bullshit. I've had now four just clearly written down evidence that it's all bullshit. Right. So I think we can just stretch out this whole thing. We can just cross it off the list. I'm getting worse and getting better. Clearly bullshit. Right. Second, success is not a straight line, right? Sooner or later, you'll have a lesser round. It's simply a numbers game, right? You can't expect that each and every round you do will be slightly better than the last. That's an unrealistic expectation. The fact that I now had two lesser rounds does not mean I'm getting worse. It simply means that my growth is running its course. It means that everything is happening according to the book, that I'm progressing the same way that everyone else does. It's just that you it seems like everyone else is progressing in a different manner, that everyone else is getting better and only having good rounds, because that's what we see on social media. But it's not true, right? It's all just bullshit. Success is not a straight line. You can't expect every single round to be slightly better than the one before. That's simply not how growth works. You go a little bit up, a little bit down. Overall, you're going up. But there's always going to be those slight dips in between where you, you're sort of trying something new and it doesn't quite work out the way you want it. Right. So success is not a straight line. I can't. It's an unrealistic expectation to think that progress means always every single round is going to be better. It doesn't, it's, it's all bullshit. Like it doesn't work like that. And now the, the last thought here, like that there's something wrong with me. 
And this is funny, like when you even write this down, there's something wrong with me. Like it sounds so silly. It sounds so like in victim mentality. But let's be honest, like those thoughts go out in our mind. Let's just call it out for what it is. This thought popped into my mind. I'm a mindset coach. This is what I do professionally. But still, this thought popped into my mind. So once I called it out, I was like, seriously, Jocelyn, like, are you are you for real? There's something wrong with me? Like, look at yourself. You got two legs. You got two arms. You got no handicap. Not as far as I'm aware, at least. There are people with way less fitness, actual handicaps, who can still learn how to jump big fences. There is nothing wrong with you. The only thing that's possibly going wrong with you is that sometimes you get into this old shitty belief system of yours and that's what's holding you back. But physically, there's literally nothing wrong with you. Okay, yeah, right. That that thing about like there's something wrong with me. Okay, I think we can call bullshit on this. So this is just my way of trying to explain to you and see what this can look like. When you have those poisonous thoughts, like they go on in your mind subconsciously or consciously. I don't know, but call them out actually identify them put them down on paper because once you have them on paper you can be like oh my god that is so silly and that is all bullshit and here's the evidence that it's all bullshit so i want you to now go back and look at those specific thoughts that made you feel bad or disappointed and now tell me why are they all bullshit what evidence can you collect that proves that this is all bullshit that it's not true right this is sort of like the key exercise here. First, identify the thoughts that are making you feel bad. Secondly, prove that they are bullshit. Collect evidence that they are not true. Once we've done all this, we've sort of cleaned out that wound. And now we can put some extra band-aid on it just to, you know, sort of protecting, just to get into that positive experience, that positive spiral again. And this is where we can start to talk about everything that's positive, positive thinking. And, and I always say there's like two choices. Nothing happens to you. Everything happens for you. It's like if you, if you think that everything happens to you, the universe is a bad place and, and everyone is out to get you. This is a victim mentality. Like this is that typical thing that I was just saying. Like, oh, there's something wrong with me. That is a typical like victim mentality. Like this is happening to me and poor me and I don't have what everyone else has. Where you can look at it as like, look, this experience happened for me. It's going to help me grow. It's like the universe has my back. It wanted me to go through this experience because it wanted me to improve, to become better, to become stronger, to learn stuff. And once you step into that growth mentality and being like, it's happening, it happens for me, right? This whole experience was planned out to give me this brilliant experience. Once you step into that, it's so much easier to look at this from a positive standpoint. So basically, you start from this perspective that everything happens for you. And then you start listing out all the positives. Because if everything happens for you, um, there must be positives in there. there. There must be something positive with that experience because it happened for you. So you want to be listing out everything that happened for you, everything that went well, things that you're proud of, and lessons learned. What you took from this. So again, going back to this previous example, a clear positive that I can find in here and that I'm really proud of is that I took the initiative and I changed something between the rounds. I didn't just do exactly the same thing Again, I had this first round and it wasn't great. Okay, I at least took initiative to change something, do something differently in the second round. All right, it didn't have exactly the result I had in mind or that I had hoped for, but at least I tried something else, which gets me, which leads me actually to the second point. What did I learn from it? Now, because I tried two different things, I can actually extract two lessons. Right, first of all, 
I need to I need to keep a powerful canter going, right? But at the same time, I need to put my shoulders back and and put my leg on. I can't like it's not working to ride a horse forward and lean forward with my upper body and kick the horse off a big distance. That's not working. The second thing that's not working is like pulling the horse back and like take the canter away entirely. Okay, that doesn't work. I shouldn't be doing that. So what should I be doing? Yeah, I should keep that really powerful canter, always think forward to the first distance, but I should sit up and I should put my leg on and soften my hand. Right. Those are the lessons learned. This is what I'm taking with me. This is why this experience happened for me, to teach me this, to remind me of this. So questions here for you. First of all, what positives can you identify from your last round? And I assure you, there's always something positive. Always. Like, there's just a matter of perspective. Like, I, even if you had a couple of shitty fences in there or, or distances that you're not so proud of, I can guarantee you that there was at least one good distance in there. Just identify one positive thing or just the fact that you that you kept on going that you got around that you actually changed something like in my case like I, at least I took initiative at least I got out there at least I tried something second what lessons can you identify something that didn't work out that you something that you tried that didn't work out or something that you did try that also worked out that you can keep on doing going forward just see every experience as collecting useful lessons, something that you will need in the future. Look at it from the bigger perspective. You needed to have this round in order to learn something, in order to realize something, so that next time in the future when you go out, you can take those lessons with you and you can be even better next time. So that's all I got for you. In this episode, I took you to three steps to get you out of the rut when feeling down or disappointed after a show. Number one, get to the bottom of why you feel down. Remember that every feeling you have is a consequence of a thought going on in your mind. So if you feel bad, identify which thought that is making you feel bad. Once you've identified that thought, collect evidence that that thought that's making you feel bad is bullshit. That is pure bullshit. There's nothing to it. There's not. There's no truth to it. Because once you can prove it's bullshit, it loses its power over you. Your mind has a brilliant bullshit radar. And once you can prove that this is bullshit, it's not going to take it for real anymore. It's not going to impact you anymore. And on number three, identify the gains that this experience brought to you. Remember that everything happens for you, not to you. So identify the positives and or the lessons learned from this that you can gain, the, the, the things that the universe was trying to give you by putting you through this experience. Now, if you're curious to find out more about what Mastering Your Mindset can do for your riding, come join us in our free Race the Bar Challenge. It's starting this weekend. In here, we'll teach you how to dream big, how to start believing in yourself. We'll teach you how to deal with any kind of hurdles holding you back from going out there and take action required to achieve your goals. Basically, we'll help you reach your full potential as a rider. To sign up, go to mindic.eu slash raising the bar. The link to that you'll also find in the show notes. And if you already signed up for this, but you never received any confirmation email and information via email, it could be that it has landed in your spam folders. So in that case, what you need to do, you need to go to your spam folder. You need to dig out one of those emails and you need to reply to it. And I always say just reply, describe yourself with one word. It's always so nice when I get to find out a little bit more about you. 
Also, make sure you share this challenge with your friends, because if you have friends around you, other people around you that are also participating in the challenge, that's a great way for them to hold you accountable. And when you have someone holding you accountable, this is going to increase your chances for success tremendously. So if you have a friend, someone that you're thinking about that also would benefit from this challenge, make sure you tell them about it. Make sure you send them the link to register. And I hope, hope, hope to see you in there this weekend when we're kicking off on the 7th of January. It's going to be 10 a.m. CET Brussels time. Make sure you check what that translates to in your time zone. And other than that, I'm going to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you inside of the challenge. Bye.